You're listening to On Point with Alex Pearson on Global News Radio. Jenny Byrne, who is a former <laughs> campaign manager and deputy chief of staff to one Stephen Harper, also working on the campaign for Ford, and Omar Khan, vice president normally of public affairs at Hill and Nolan Strategy, but also working on the liberal campaign. So, look, this is kind of unique because you're both entrenched in the camp. So, I think it's a good opportunity for people listening to kind of see and hear about your world. But let, let's start with the story that today the Liberals rolled out with this gotcha thing. Very inside base, baseball. I don't think everyday people care. I do think it becomes a problem chipping away at Ford, but it is common practice. And I'll ask you, Omar, what is the strategy as far as like, you got to go after Horvath? How does this hurt Horvath? So first of all, it does matter. Uh, and it's not common practice. I'm, I'm not saying people well, don't. I'm not practice. saying people don't do it. I've never done it, and I'm I've been an organizer, so I've never paid for anybody's membership in my life. Um, but it's more it's more relevant in this case because in 2016, uh, Doug Ford was actively considering running for mayor of Toronto, uh, and you know what? He's running to be premier of Ontario, and it is against the rules. But he wasn't it, in politics yet then. It, it, and, and I didn't hear him say anything. 20, about well, he, was, anything. he was a past counselor. He was he was considering himself running. It doesn't matter. It's what against does? the rules. It's but, against the rules. But, but actually, I think so. So apart above and beyond from from that issue in terms of like the with the membership forms and you know you know fake forms or getting people to sign without filling them in and not paying. I think what the bigger issue here is uh, the allegation, and we have to be clear that it is just an allegation at this point uh, that Mr. Ford. Um, followed twice a woman uh, to her place of residence and you know i don't know but there's a signed affidavit from this woman saying that she she felt it was intimidation tactics she did not go to the police where's what concerning for me listen here here is the big gotcha moment the liberals had uh doug ford was in a tim hortons in etobicoke uh supporting a conservative candidate that's that's it that's the big uh the big gotcha moment and so I think that uh, this is absolute desperation on the part of the Liberals. I, I felt a bit uh, uh, sorry for Deb Matthews, uh, who uh, who's being put out to uh, to push these stories that uh, that th- that are untrue. And uh, I think this is desperation. The the worst showing the Liberals have have ever had in Ontario is at twenty one point eight percent in nineteen twenty three. And I think Omar, you guys are going to try to go a bit lower than that this campaign. But, so. I, but oh, here's here, here, yeah. let me let me sure, look. Sure. I don't like these Me Too moments or even insinuations. If there's pro, if there's allegations of some wrongdoing, go to the police. And neither the woman who you talk about went to the police two years ago, um, and, and, and neither did. So well, the, well, but, the party the party investigated, and in fact, uh, the the results of the nomination were never challenged. So there was there so was no the, appeal. The, I just think that's a dangerous road to go down. And bottom what's line, on the tape in dispute. No, so what is on the tape is that. Uh, monies were illegally given to that, the that, Ontario no, BC no, party. No, no, hold on. That's absolutely out of context. Whether or not, whether, whether or not he actually gave it himself. No, but, well, he but, said but, you don't have to pay. But I think it's important. I think it's important that right? when you're going to go down that Me Too kind of road, if there's an allegation, bring it forward because it's dangerous, not just for Doug Ford, but any person to have to be kind of, the insinuation's gross. The other thing is, if the Liberal Party were so concerned about this woman's safety, why then did they give the media her contact phone number and put it out over Twitter? I thought that was bizarre. I mean, I was like, what? Why would they put her phone number out there? I mean, for everyone to call when she's apparently so concerned about her? That that was a misstep. Uh, I, I, I it was quickly erased on uh, Twitter, but I, I mean, it was put out. If it out. happened, you know, it probably was a misstep. I can't speak to that. But I think the bigger issue here is, um, you know, Mr. Ford is on tape breaking his own party's rules. It wasn't, he wasn't in the party. And, and 
okay, okay, Doug Ford was not a conservative. Of course he was. So? So was I. So, so so was, lot, but I he, yeah, so, but he was breaking the party rules. But moreover, potentially there's an Elections Ontario violation here because you can't just like anonymously give money to political parties. You can't do that in Ontario. There's no proof of that over. You're, you There's guys no are, proof. You guys are stre- you guys are just but, stretching. But there is proof that he said you don't have to pay. So that means somebody paid. If I don't have to pay for my form, well, somebody heard, paid for me. If the rule it, says that it costs ten dollars, somebody paid. As I heard paid. the tape, they, they, he said you don't have to pay right now. We're just getting the. Names somebody and said he said don't worry about it. You don't have to pay. You don't have to fill it out. Just sign Again, and we'll fill it out later. But how does this serve the Ontarian public? I, I got to be because honest. Because if you're this if is you're, not serving me. To, because if you're running to be the premier of Ontario, you have to hold yourself to a higher standard. But people uh, don't care about this. They want to know what you're running on and how you're going to fix it. I mean, well, people, that's what they want to know. People seem to be caring because some of the numbers I've seen today show the PC numbers really tanking. Uh, we'll see what comes out tomorrow. So, And, and, and yeah. Omar, there was a poll yeah. that came out just before we came here that said uh, the, the Liberals are only guaranteed one seat in this election. So Potentially, I think that, right? I think the we're, issue we're, that... We're, we are in a tough spot, I will admit it. We're, we're in a very, very tough spot. <laughs> you but, stay, but, you're sitting but, a little but, straighter tonight, no, Omar. We're, we're, look, it's, 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 this is, I'm not going to come and like, lie to your listeners and say the campaign's going amazing for the Liberals. It's not. But what we are seeing is that Ontario, I think, is a fundamentally progressive province. And if you take the vote totals of both the NDP, Green, and, and Liberals, right now it's well over two-thirds of this province. I don't see a path to, uh, especially a majority, but I, I don't even see a path to a victory right now for the PCs in this province. Well, you know, the voters will decide uh, on the 7th, and that's up to them. But what I would like is for them to actually start hearing about the issues, because that's not what is being talked about. And and out of all the elections we've covered, i, I got to be honest, I just we've got to start talking about policy and what people are running on. Well, uh, Doug, Q, said, Doug Ford. Sorry, said Q, Q Doug Ford. Let's see a platform. Well, uh, he's, we we are rolling out uh, policy platforms all the time. You you guys aren't. You and the NDP uh, are 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 rolling out disastrous policies. Continued support of Hydro One. Uh, uh, you know, thirty billion, thirty million dollars in extra spending. Uh, twenty million dollars in raising uh, in raising people's taxes. This is why people want change. You guys aren't having a bad campaign. You've governed Ontario, Ontario terribly, and people cannot afford. We've won four liberals. elections in a row. And have run a, a province with with an economy that is the strongest in the industrialized world and has the lowest unemployment rate in 20 years. Yes, there are barnacles of that are, there are barnacles that are attached to the ship after 15 years barnacles. in power. So, well, you're just, 100%. so Omar, you you think people not being able to put food on their spray. table and 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 pay their hydro bills? That's just a barnacle of of no. The last I think I think years. I think people working full time in this province should not have to rely on food banks, which is why we've uh, said we're going to raise the minimum wage to 15 dollars an hour. And you're wants to take money out of their pockets and give it into corporate tax giveaways. Again, these are things that we don't talk about in, in the news or anything because all we hear about are like the, the political, I, I feel like the political parties are worried about the politics and what they're not doing is getting the policy out and, and letting people decide for themselves, which makes people very cynical and then they don't want to vote. Meanwhile, you know who did give an endorsement? It would be this woman from Mississauga because she always weighs in, but Hazel McCallion said this. This is Hazel McCallion, the former mayor of the city of Mississauga. The Liberals have admitted everything hasn't been perfect in Kathleen Wynne's Ontario. Well, that's one way of putting it. As mayor, I never ran the city based on debt. That's why I'm supporting Doug Ford, because he is the right leader to bring Ontario back to its status as the leading province in Canada. I know the real Doug Ford, and Doug is a family man, he's hardworking, he cares about people of all ages and can be trusted. 
Doug is committed to fixing Ontario's finances, creating jobs. All right, so that's Hazel McCallion, and uh, I'm not going to play the whole thing, but the bottom line is she always weighs in. Last time she endorsed Kathleen Wynne. Yep. She also endorsed uh, today Charles Souza. Um, Minister of Finance. Yeah, Minister of Finance. She also endorsed, uh, you had to throw that in. She also endorsed Justin Trudeau in the last election, John Tory. She does weigh in and she does have uh, quite a voice that people do listen to. She she does. She uh, 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 People, uh, not just in Mississauga and the Peel region, uh, they, they look for what she's saying. It was, uh, uh, you know... Uh, Extremely, uh, it was a, an extremely great in, endorsement. Um, to your point, she has supported people in all uh, parties in the past, and most recently the the Liberals. And uh, she knows that Doug, by far, is the the leader that's best positioned to uh, to try to uh, get us out of this financial mess that Omar and his Liberal friends have gotten us into. Omar, look, Mayor McCallion, former Mayor McCallion's entitled to her opinion. Uh, good on her for coming out, but uh, l- let's look at some of the facts here. This government's created one million jobs. One million. I listened to government Ford. jobs don't count. Well, uh, sorry, teachers, uh, nurses, those are public officers. sector jobs. Yeah, yeah, it's great. They're public sector. They're very jobs. important jobs. And they that's are, not, but they're taxpayer jobs. And that's jobs. not all the jobs that we're talking about. But, but I. So I listened to. I, I, I can actually feel my my wallet just my wallet's empty. Yeah. What happened to, talk to those, Like, I'm just hearing that know, and I'm going, talk to those million isn't... people who've gotten jobs under this government. That's wonderful, but it's public okay. sector jobs. Facts still matter in this okay. province. We're, we're, not, we're, not, we're, not Trump, we're not Trumpian yet. Oh, uh, it is a fact that mm-hmm. we have led the G7 in economic growth four years in a row. It is a do. fact that our unemployment rate is but what does that have to do with Hazel McCallion? Well, like I'm saying, look, what do you want me to say? She, she's entitled to her opinion. There are a lot of other people <laughs> who are going to have other opinions, right? Like the Jane Philpott, Christopher Freeland, they all endorsed the, the, the Liberal Party tonight in Scarborough. Uh-huh. Everybody's entitled to their well, opinion. they, they got to do their duty. All right, 829, <laughs> we'll take a quick break and uh, laugh about this. But we'll come back and we'll talk about a couple of the candidates on the NDP side. That's next here on Point. Alex Pearson here. You're listening to Global News Radio. <laughs> You're listening to On Point with Alex Pearson on Global News Radio. Good to have you here with us. We've got a couple of political operatives on this Thursday, Omar Khan and Jenny Byrne joining us. All right, so let's talk a little bit about um, your rival, Andrea Horvath, who's got a bit of a bounce in her step these days. She's surging in the polls, depending on if you believe the polls. But she was on the CBC today being asked about her Mississauga candidate, who is anti-poppy, Wants 9-11 to go the F away. And she was, well, that's what she, she said. She also doesn't like Christmas. She said she, she would support the war against Christmas. Uh, yeah, she's got some pretty radical views. And so far, it's been kind of laughed off. But here was Miss Horvath, Horvath's exchange with the particular reporter. I was left kind of, you know, thinking, well, well you know, was that a person I would want in, in well, people might want in cabinet? Like not wearing a poppy, uh, you know, <laughs> frowning at people who are mourning on September 11th. No, seriously, these are out, they, they are maybe even more on the radical end within your own party. You just got this person elected and into cabinet in a matter of a couple of seconds. seconds. <laughs> no, but it's just, well, online rants in general are not reassuring. Let's just put it that way. You know, you know and I don't disagree with that. And, and, and I think there are many people that, you know, you know, say things and do things that they regret later. I Let don't, me ask you I don't know Have you talked that's... to that candidate? Have I spoken this, to yes, that candidate? Yes, I personally this... have not okay. spoken to that candidate. Really? Okay, hold on a second. I'm sure she made somebody speak to that candidate. Well, no, but as I understand, <laughs> Laura Kaminker, who is the Mississauga Centre candidate, was traveling with Miss Horvath on the campaign bus. I think it was in Brampton on Monday. How on earth does the leader who could be the premier 
um, not talk to a candidate. Is this even remotely possible? You've both worked at the highest levels of government. Not if not if not if they were traveling around with the with the uh, with the leaders tour. But if you had a problem with one of your candidates like this as the leader, would you not be saying? This needs to be dealt with. Uh, it usually gets, in my experience, it gets downloaded to uh, a senior staff member to have yeah. the difficult conversation. Agreed. I, I agree on that. Yeah. But if the if the candidate was uh, was on the uh, was on the bus, then uh, chances are there'd be a conversation with the leader. This is the the issue. As Andrea Horvath uh, 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 seemingly increases in the polls, there's a lot going to be a lot more scrutiny on her and her uh, candidates for for essentially the last you know seven or eight years she's really been nowhere the media haven't reported on her uh the ndp has been able to get by uh uh without really having their policy scrutinized and this is the the issue the ndp is going to have as as uh as as i said as the election progresses people are are looking at her candidates as these are potential cabinet ministers or these are uh potential elected elected officials and and uh we're seeing that there's some real uh, radical, um, non-mainstream uh, opinions within the, her candidates. Well, I do happen to think candidates matter because if you're going to represent uh, the public, you know, if, if theoretically one of these people gets into to cabinet or into caucus, they still represent us. So if you don't believe in things like 9-11 and you want it to go the F away, if you don't believe in things like um, uh, that 9-11 even happened, if you are anti-veteran, anti-poppy, um, Anti-Muslim, like one of, or two, t- apparently two of the conservative candidates, one in Ottawa, one in London. Yeah, there's lots to go around, but we're, we're talking about the front runner of being challenged on candidates. And, sure. you know, they matter. Absolutely. And they matter. Yeah, and we saw this under Bob Ray, too. This is what happens when you have a perennial third party <clears throat> that all of a sudden surges in the middle of a campaign. Uh, in the in the run, and you saw this with the orange wave under Jack Layton too, yes. a little bit federally. You have a lot of candidates who didn't think team. they had a hope in heck of of ever coming anywhere close to winning. And and I've been in rooms. I've been in rooms where Jack Layton, actually the the late Jack Layton, would actually come up to friends of mine and say, "Listen, you have no you have no hope of winning in Scarborough, but can you please run for us?" Right, but he so was so he became so popular. Yeah, and, no, but and, this was like yeah. this would have been in the early two thousands. Right, um, but. There, there's very little vetting because you're scrambling to like fill your slate. Uh, you, you end up with some, some, you know, some guy, some men or women uh, who 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 say stupid things. Well, and it's not just saying a, stupid and things. This was a dumb I mean, if you're thing. anti, if you're, if you're anti-Israel, you're pro-BDS, which we've found that a few candidates are. I'm sorry, that should be known before you vote for them. I, yeah, I have a, that's be known. not that's it's, not saying something stupid. That's a fundamental belief. Like yeah. this, there is a difference. Like what, the the issue that that Andrea Horvath has is is that her Mississauga Center candidate, for example, she didn't misspeak. She fully fundamentally. Is this um, the poppy woman? This yeah. is the poppy woman. Yeah. She Laura fundamentally Baker. believes that uh, it is a fr- an affront to people for to wear the poppy. She's the one that said, uh, I believe in the same uh, interview or the same social media posting, um, that the only war she would fight is the war on Christmas. Sign me up. I'll be at the front of the line. So this is fundamentally what this woman uh this woman believes and in fact the 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 poppy um uh the, the issue on the poppy has been uh the most shared story among social media that, of this entire election look campaign. she should be allowed to run i don't have an issue let the voters decide i really truly believe that but i want to know and if you've got these views um your party should have known about them and i don't care what party it is yeah and i th- i think that was was the post i can't remember was the post before or after she got the nomination or before or after the election no no the posts were back i think from 2000 12 2014 yeah, so that should have been right and, and, and look when you when you you know uh jenny and i have both worked for parties that you know tend to win from time to time so when you're when you work for one of the two big parties generally they have uh, yeah. they, these things get vetted 
or you, or you hope they do, right? Sometimes things fall through the crack, like some of Andrew Lawton's statements in London. Uh, that were but, taken out of context, but anyway. Yeah, we had ahead. that fight last time. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, generally but he's, speaking, but, but okay, get, that's a good example, though, of where, you know, Andrew Horvath says they are allowed to believe what they believe. It's a freedom of speech. I'm not the thought police. But when it was Andrew Layton or Tanya Granick-Allen, it was like off with their heads. Yeah. So there, there's a bit of a double standard and, and, here. And for, for Andrew, uh, he, of course, put out a statement. He was going through a very um, uh, tough time in his life. He was, he was uh, battling uh, depression and, and mental illness. And he's come out. He came out and said... You know, I didn't mean what I and said. The voters and in, will decide. And in, and in, in, in a lot of cases, if he had said that about any other religious community other than Muslims, do you think he'd still be a candidate? He, I don't know. You're, I'm not, you're taking I, I stuff know. out of context. I'm know. not going to go back and read context re, or not. Well, it, context so, matters. It, clearly, well, context matters. But again, clear, okay, people so will decide. His leader made but if you're going to be the premier of this province, yeah. I would think that uh, you know it's fair to scrutinize the candidates, mm-hmm. and and people should know who they're voting for because. We know from polling that people are not happy with the choices of any of the leaders, period. So candidates in this, I think, are going to be very important. Yeah, well, I think one of the things the the polling has shown to date, you know, I said this off the top, is I think fundamentally Ontarians, uh, Ontario has become, uh, over the last number of years, a progressive-leaning province. You mean socialist? (laughs) Well, I don't think socialist. I think socialist is a strong word, but I think generally a progressive-leaning province and that's like created some a lot. I think that's creating some electoral difficulties for the PCs because they veered so right over oh, come it, on. For, from the. That la- is such an assumption. Okay, hold on. I, you know, here I gotta say this. I think it's really compared gross that conservatives are Davis, all painted the same. Compared We're not. to the days of Bill Davis, oh, the policies oh that, the, that, the, that the party espouses. Where is there a Bill Davis Doug Ford photo op? I haven't seen one yet. The, are you the, kidding? The, the, oh, come the policies on. That's that this so party now espouses are so. Extremely right wing compared to the norm, uh, compared no. to the center this of this is, province. But this is this is what it's Omar is saying, divisive. and what his uh, he's, he's it's extremely extremely divisive. And what is constant, regardless of what you look in the polls, is Ontarians want change, and that change is they want to get rid of of Kathleen Wynne. So th- that is ultimately the one thing, and you can't even admit that it's that's not the case. There are candidates that are like basically saying we don't want Kathleen Wynne anywhere around. For this election. This could be the fifth election in a row that the that the Ontario PC party blows. Right, but that's an We're talking we're talking about you, Omar. I think that you needs to be a come to, that needs to be a come to Jesus moment for this party. Oh, Why can't they win in this you're province? You're organizing, you're organizing in the field and how many candidates have told you you've got your candidate in Windsor. Yeah. We're hearing reports of of other GTA candidates so they're like please whatever you could do keep her out of my riding. Well, I got to wrap up, but I will say this. I think it's extremely unfair, very presumptuous and very divisive to paint all people as the same. I I'm am, just talking about I the am not a social it doesn't no, I'm not that's just it's just wrong to suggest that conservatives are all evil in this way and they all think alike. They don't. Just like the liberals don't and just like the NDP don't. It's just too presumptuous and very divisive. I didn't say they're evil. I just said the policies are, well. are too right-wing for Ontario. Anyway, Guys, thank you very much. I know you're very, very busy these days, so I like to pick your brains on it. Jenny Byrne thank and Omar much. Khan. Thank you. Who will leave here as friends, as Always. they do. <laughs> we'll uh, do it again, closer to the election. On Point, I'm Alex Pearson. This is Global News Radio. You're listening to On Point with Alex Pearson on Global News Radio.